When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, Buff Nation? Jake, RK, Uncle Neely here. We move spots and you can't start us off with a Buff Nation. Let's go. We're not live. I thought... Is that only when we're live? I... I I mean, I'm learning new things every minute here. <laughs> so am I, apparently. <laughs> just, just give it to him. Buff Nation! Oh, that's the best one you've ever had. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Just give it to him, man. Come on, man. We just watched football on a Saturday. You got to give yeah, me some did. energy. The sun drained me, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was uh, not cold. No. No. No, it was not cold. The sun was out. It was a Saturday morning. Good way to get ready for TCU in two weeks. Yeah. You know, the. The weather wasn't perfect, but the last thing I'm going to do ever is complain about being at Folsom Field on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, with not a cloud in the sky. With I mean, not it was a, a beautiful day. Perfect day. My favorite place in the world, legitimately. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. So uh, I said it off air, but I'll say it again, man. Thank you, Neely, for, uh, for helping make this happen. Oh, no, man. Thanks to Coach Prime. He has recognized you know, what we do as a partnership between the pregame show and DMVR Buffs Live. And he said to you guys, hey, I want you to come practice, come watch us, see what happens inside. And that happened today. He, you guys took him up on his invitation, and you were here to close scrimmage. And we couldn't be more appreciative of Coach Prime for allowing us that opportunity and honestly for the trust that you know he had to have in us to let us come behind the tape and see what's really up. But now I get to ask you guys, All right. what did you think of practice? Who do you think won? And all the stuff that you lay on me four or five days a week. <laughs> now I get to sit back and ask you and listen to your takes. All right, fire away. Right, what do you want first? Uh, just general takeaways uh, off the Coach Prime invitation to attend. Just, you know, start. we'll start there. It was incredible. Uh, I felt like a, uh, what do they call those, chickling? What do you call a baby chicken? A chick. Uh, chick. A chick. <laughs> a chickling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's called a chick. A chick. A chick. Uh, I felt like a, a baby chick uh, following you around all yep. day. Just like, just uh, wherever Neely's going, I'm going to go. And I got to admit. Down, not make eye contact with anyone. I got to admit, I was totally aware that you guys were with me, but there were times I would forget that you didn't know to just keep coming. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. I, I do it every day. So, like, breakfast. Right. I didn't know you weren't behind me until I sat down on a plate. And I was like, 
what white guys don't eat breakfast? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, is this this something I learned about Colorado? It's not, you, you don't eat breakfast. That's, you like you like no, I didn't know we were supposed to go. It's like yeah, just eat. Well, like I don't know, my manners kicked in. Like you don't walk <laughs> to your friend's house and open the fridge without asking his mom, hey, can is there any you know snacks yeah. that I can have? So for me, I was like, I'm not doing anything until I'm asked or told to do it. Got you. Uh, and then yeah. and that's the best way to be yes. in a coach prime atmosphere. Yes. Uh, so even like you know when we got out to the field. You kind of just walked out there and started, and I was like, mm, just hang over here, yeah. see what happens. You, you would have been fine. That was pre-practice. Yep. You know, it's pre-practice. But once the show starts, you know, you saw how he is when the show starts. Yeah, so I'll take you guys behind the scenes of how Jake and I probably got pretty lucky. Yes. Again, we didn't know what to do. Yep. So we're just standing, you know, standing on the sidelines, taking things in, just enjoying, you know, the, the atmosphere and the vibes. And I don't know, after a while, uh, one of the girls who, you know, is part of the staff comes over to us and she says, hey, um, just so you guys know, like, once everything starts, I just need you guys to get up in the stand, so you might as well just go now. And we're like, okay, I like, go over to Neil and like, hey, she says we, sh we should go up. He's like, cool. We go up. We, I mean, by the time our butts are in our seats, Coach Prime zooms over to the sideline on his uh, golf cart and says, hey. If they haven't been on our sideline every single day, I don't want to see anyone on our sideline. And I was like, whoo. That he did. Glad and the we first went on thing the I did was to that. look to see where y'all were. <laughs> and I looked at where I, where I left you, and I was like, oh, man, they're gone. And I said, oh, no, they're safe. <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to her for uh, saving us, you. Saving us from yeah, being the uh, subject of that shouting. Yeah, I, I tell people, uh, matter of fact, one of Coach Prime's uh, security details stopped me and said, I think. He said, Neely, I think people are getting a glimpse of how he is on game day. Yeah. And I said, and it's just a glimpse. Yep. It's just a glimpse. But he is in a different mode the closer you get to kickoff. And the same thing with game day when it kicks off. And with this being a scrimmage, even though it's a practice, it was a scrimmage. He was trying to create a game day environment on the sideline, et cetera, et cetera. So people got to see how business-minded he is when business is at hand. Yep, and for he, sure. And he absolutely is trying to create a game day atmosphere all the way down to him not having his scooter, which I assume he's not going to be able to have on game days. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, really kind of a, a dress rehearsal for everyone. Uh, but he, he's he got a different look in his eyes, uh, you know, when it gets to even just a, a dress rehearsal game day. And isn't it amazing you can see that look through the shades, even though you can't see his eyes? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, you can read his body language that he is locked in. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, don't talk to him right now. Well, even, you know, when we walked into the breakfast area in the morning, like, he didn't have his sunglasses on in there. Yeah. We made eye contact, just... Oh, yes, nod, quick nod. nod. I'm, like, I'm acknowledging that yeah. the people I invited to come are here. Yeah. But we're not going to small talk and chit-chat because mm -hmm. it's game day. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, and, you know, one other guy that while we're just speaking of game day, uh, I'll just jump right into if I was giving a player of the day. Uh -huh. uh, he's, he's used to this honor, Dylan Edwards. Yep. And it was from the second that he walked on the field, you know, not that this is a bad thing from anyone. Or some of the guys were saying what up to us, you know, whatever. Dylan just laser focused right by us. Didn't even, I don't even think we, he knew we were there. Yeah. Uh, and almost, which this is crazy, and, it, and it's a credit to the guy who caught him, almost had a 98 yard touchdown run. Yeah. Uh, but Roderick Ward going and getting him at the eight yard line, and everyone on the sidelines' mind was blown. Because I said, oh, my God, he finally got caught. Mm -hmm. so yeah, from behind. Yeah, yeah. shout out to – Because uh, it doesn't happen. Shout out to Rod Ward for going and getting him. So I got to do what I told you so here. 
for three days. You guys, you applauded it. You accepted it. But there was a little raised eyebrow for three days in a row. I went with Dylan Edwards for offensive player today. You got to see him today. Oh, yeah. He's electric. Yeah. Yeah. He So – you know, my biggest takeaway, usually on post-game shows, I always say, what's your biggest takeaway? If you, if we were doing that today, my biggest takeaway is I think Dylan Edwards is a top-five player on this team. Mm-hmm. You could probably bump that to three. And that's what I said to Jake yeah. in the yeah. stands. Yeah. You probably bumped that to three. Today it was three. Yeah. Today it was for sure top three. You know, we know who one and two are. Mm-hmm. Um, he's that guy. He mm-hmm. is that special. And, you know, Neely and I have kind of gone back and forth about how you use him and is he a quote unquote starting running back? And I, I don't even care. You his just, you just got to get him on the field. Exactly. Yes. His position to me is get him the fucking ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got <laughs> to get him position. on the field, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to get him on the field. You have to get him the ball. And once you get him the ball a couple of times, I don't even know if you have to give it back to him because the defense is going to shift and react so much to him that it's going to free up other things for you. You know, just his presence after they get a taste of it is like, okay, Find number three. Yep. Like, find him, key on him, forget everybody else. And it's going to open up the offense in so many other ways. Yep. He basically had a kick return touchdown, too. Yep. He caught another one down near the goal line. He caught, I think, a few balls today and was even splitting out wide and stuff. I mean, he's what every coach and uh, every player has really told us. He's just a versatile weapon all yes. around for this offense. Yes. And, I mean, if, if I'm telling Buffs fans who they should be excited to see, like we just said, you know it's Travis. You know it's Shador. Three is Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Co-sign. a true freshman. He was in high school a few months ago. Yeah. It's insane, man. Uh, Xavier Weaver also had a good day. He caught two touchdowns. Both called back, though. Yeah. And, and that there's two sides to that. Um, that they were also the two best throws of the day from Shador, I yes. thought. Um, a beautiful, beautiful fade ball about – 30, 40 yards I say, yep. uh, to the to the back right corner of the south end zone here in Folsom. And thank you for that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally forget what north, south, east, and west is when I'm here. But west y'all always remind always me west the is the mountains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I got it. That is the south end zone pylon. Where I got it. Yes, and I guess we should have painted the picture. We are looking over Folsom right now. We yep. would love for you guys to be looking over Folsom instead of us. But the uh, the lights were really bright behind us, so you would have just seen like dark shadows. It would have looked like we were like uh, in one of those documentaries, like where we're talking about like a kingpin of like yeah, yeah, you know yeah. some sort of cartel. Got to protect our identity. Change the, the face. Yeah. voice. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you know, beautiful throw from Shador. Probably you know the best throw of the day. Um, Zay went up and got it. Perfect all around, except holding. Uh, holding calls it back, uh, and that was a bit of the story of the day for the offense. Is couple, you know, big plays, a couple times shooting themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Could have um, built momentum. And, and the other one um, that Zay had was another, like, great job by Shador to just say, okay, he's kind of walking that back line of the end zone. He's getting kind of face guarded by his defender. Let me just put it up high. Mm-hmm. He'll go pick it up and, and get me another touchdown. And it would have been – I actually don't remember what the flag was on that one. I can't remember. It was a perfect throw, though. I mean, it was, yeah. Shador's ball you know, placement is unbelievable. Go ahead. His what now? Talking about throwing footballs here. Okay. Just take it easy. I don't know about his ball placement. If you flip it, the defense had the same thing happen to them. Um, Was controlling the offense, about to kill their drive, get the ball back if you were on the scrimmage, jump off sides. Probably had three of those today. Three, yeah. Had some substitution, errors on the defense. You know, so penalty-wise, I think – both units 
have a lot to clean up in the next two weeks. Uh, you, you noticed it more on the offense because it took a score off the board. Mm-hmm. But the on the defense, it sustained drives that led to a score. So mm-hmm. either way, you, you can't have that when we start playing r- real ball. Right. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we talked a little bit with Coach Lewis <coughs> just in the elevator on the way up here, and he he said, you know, that that's an opportunity to learn from. We got out here in the heat, you know, mm-hmm. everyone got a little more tired than normal, and, and that's when these things pop up. So two weeks to game day, you know, it's close, but it's not uh, so close that there's not time to fix no, these no, sort of things. Yeah, you got plenty of time to fix it. And, and you, know, you got to look at also who's out there when some of these things are happening. Um, you know, you look at – some of those the jumping off sides, well, that's when it was the ones versus the twos on defense, and that guy might not be there when that player is actually called. So, you know, today was a practice. It was a scrimmage. Could have been better, should have been better, will be better, you know, because we got two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to have seen a better performance from offense and defense. I think the only thing that clicked today that is game season ready was special teams. You know, I, th- I think our – Field goal distance, punt placement, extra points, it couldn't have gone any better. Got to give a shout-out to Jace Feely. Yes. Back-to-back 58-yard bombs, each of them probably good from 68. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's hitting the middle of the net. Uh, and, you know, we got, we got to see his dad afterwards. And I told him it makes a different sound when, when Jace kicks the ball. It, it really does, does though. And the ball just takes – it keeps carrying, which is unbelievable. Like, no other kicker here yeah. uh, on this roster. I mean, Mato, I think, hit most of his. It was just the distance again. And mm-hmm. it's just that situational kicking that we talked about. It's exactly what we saw in the field today. Yeah. Yeah, I think Mata made a 53 during mm-hmm. pre-scrimmage, uh, missed a 58, and Feely made back-to-back 58s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 58 in college is rare. Yes. And like I said – Easy. And it, it was easily 62, 63. Yes. Like, it, it was there. Yes. And, and, and com- the middle. It Absolutely. It wasn't like it was about to hit an upright. Right. Or hit the crossbar. Like, it was through there. And Coach Prime said it last week. He almost hit a 65-yarder. I mean, I think he has, like, 63 in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. If, if the game's on the line, it's tie game, there's one second left. And, you know, um, don't tell Alabama fans this, but for lack of a better term, you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can you can let Jace Feely try a 63-yarder and actually believe he can make it. For sure. Totally agree. With the only caveat being Charles Kelly's defense having played well enough in that game situation that you can risk – the other team getting the ball right there if I miss. And that's why I said with one second left, so it's like the last yeah. play of the game. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. But it's one of those things, like, if you got a guy with that kind of leg and you got above average defense, like, you can take that risk. Because, one, I know he can do it. Yeah. I've seen him do it. And then, two, if he should miss it, our defense is playing well enough that we can give those guys a short field. You mix those two things, man. That that just changes the way you get to call a game. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Neely, what other questions do you have for us? Yeah. Uh, Got to get your defensive player today. <laughs> I'm going with Taj Austin. Really? Yes. Okay. He was, I mean, he was playing all units on defense. He was out there a ton today. He, he was. got a sack, but he was just getting penetration. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to say that? On that. Am I allowed no. to say that? No, you self governed, so yeah. go right here. All right. <laughs> he was breaking through the offensive line. There you go. <laughs> safe um he was just very disruptive and he was fun to watch today yeah um 
I think he had at least one sack. Mm-hmm. He had two batted passes in a row. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I thought I thought he got great pressure. Speaking of sacks, offense did get a score. Or no, it wasn't on the same play. The next play they scored. Shiloh got that sack. Like he got back. Oh, he yeah. he touched that guy, and mm-hmm. the ref like looked it off, you know, and let it continue. But that the next play when the offense scored, they wouldn't have been in that position because that was a sack. Yep, for sure. Uh, tough job for the refs out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not always because <laughs> yeah. you know they have to also decide was that guy down. And I think I don't want to take anything away from Rod Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Dylan might have taken a little bit off of his speed because one ref blew the whistle when uh, when he juked past the guy and the guy kind of got his arm around him. He would not have tackled. No, that him. totally happened. You're but exactly right. Yeah, and the ref one ref blew the whistle. Another ref's like, no, keep going. And yeah. so then Dylan, you know, kept going. Then Rod. No, kudos for Rod for not stopping. Yep. Yes, but Dylan did let up in that process. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bishop Thomas was phenomenal today as well. See, that's who I was going that, with. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. who I was going with as well. Bishop. On a day where I felt energy was a, a precious resource, um, not everyone had a lot of it. Um, Bishop had a plenty of it. Yes, uh, and that's why he was going to be my guy. He not only made memorable plays on defense, his energy on defense, his vocal after the play, going back to the sideline, running off the field, running on. I think it, it exhibited some leadership qualities just beyond making the tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was that guy today. Yeah, he was. Uh, and so I guess if you're getting Bishop, I'll take Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another good one. Cam had a couple big pops. Uh, he had one on Zay Weaver on a, a screen that Zay would have been hurting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cam, you know, didn't kind of let up on him a little bit. Uh, and then I can't remember which running back it was, but he got one running back good coming through the line. Uh, Tell you what, speaking of players of the game, offense and defense, Bishop Thomas got a nice one on Dylan Edwards, and Dylan just got right up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, both of those guys, big days, and both of those guys brought a lot of energy. And Cam, again, another guy who really brings the energy. He's like a – He's not like your your rah-rah, like I'm going to give a speech type of guy, yeah. but he is very loud and vocal and he's screaming and he's yeah. just like, let's go. Totally and, agree. Uh, the whole guys, you know, the whole group can feed off of that. Yeah. So uh, let me hit you guys with this. Go ahead. No, Keep you can go coming. ahead. Keep go ahead. Coming. Well, I was just going to say, he's like vocal in terms of like he's telling guys where to go, like shouting stuff up on the uh, – yeah. shouting stuff out on the offense. I mean, he's really conveying what he's processing in terms of what You he see sees. that a lot from Cam and Shiloh. Yeah. yeah. Like – they are the extensions of Charles Kelly out there. Mm-hmm. They know it and can physically do it and are not shy about making sure people are in the right place and getting on people when they're not in the right place. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I was going to ask you guys, you saw it, scrimmage, two weeks away from TCU. What are things you want to see cleaned up across the board, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams? Yeah, it was really interesting because – I've for a while now talked about how I think there's only two things, maybe three things that can stop this team. One is penalties. Two is not protecting Shador. And three is not stopping the run. The run, stopping the run wasn't really an issue today. Uh, Dylan had, you know, the big pop. There's a couple other good runs, but I thought it was pretty even. Mm-hmm. A lot of good runs, a lot of good stops. The protection n- wasn't great today. Uh, and... I actually, if we were doing, like, coach of the day, might give it to Charles Kelly. 
because I thought he dialed up some really great pressures uh, and was certainly not afraid to, you know, send a bunch of guys today. Uh, and, and, you know, it created a lot of issues for the offense. Um, but that one was was probably number one for me. It was just, hey, let's, you know, let's if like you it. if you protect Shador, you know, Coach Prime's been saying it mm -hmm. all off season. Yeah. If you protect him, we're gonna be all right. Uh, Got to do a little better job of protecting him. And then, you know, we talked a little bit about the penalties, but you know, those need cleaning up as well. Yep. Totally agree. Same thing, offensive line. Uh, we've been talked to Coach O'Boyle earlier in the week. He said. When he was asked about if he has a starting five, he kind of said not yet. He's got six or seven. So mm -hmm. it's still just trying to work out exactly who's going to be out there. Um, Shador did make some plays just running around, though. So he's he showed his athleticism a lot today. Yes. Yeah. He was forced to. Mm -hmm. uh, but he looked great when he had to. He had one of his best throws of the day when he was rolling out to the right uh, as well. So, And defenders hate when you credit a quarterback with a rushing touchdown because they can't do anything yep, about it. Yep. Yeah. But I think he actually had a legitimate – about 20-yard no. touchdown run. He absolutely did. Yeah. I was on the sideline and made note of that uh, because there are a lot of times in practice when you do a break one and you say to yourself, okay, real game, that would have been about an eight-yard run. Mm -hmm. you know. But today that legit was a 20 to 25-yard touchdown run yeah. that even in a real game they wouldn't have gotten to him because the defense had all shifted to the other hash and he took it the other way and they were yep. thinking he's throwing. And he, yeah. he took, and you know, you really got to see the guy's got speed. Yes, oh, yeah. you know, you never want your quarterback like running downfield like that. But there was nobody around him. If if this was a real game, he <clears throat> ran for like seventy five yards. Yeah, yeah. And that was your classic. The touchdown was your classic man coverage, mm -hmm. and the in this case, the offensive line actually did protect him for a minute. And so what happened is all the routes were fully developed, and it pulled everyone out of the middle of the field. And so Shador, you know, ma makes a little move in the backfield, finds a hole, takes off, yeah. boom, touchdown. Absolutely. I mean, you just saw – I was kind of standing behind him. It just opened up, and he went, well, I'm taking this. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he accelerated all the way through to the end zone. So it was a great run. Two more guys that I thought had a great day, both corners. One, O'Marion Cooper. Yeah. Or Marion Cooper, sorry. <laughs> That's uh, giving us fits, man. He was making tackles near the line of scrimmage. He was knocking down passes. He was just – it was very evident that he has a role probably as a starting corner on this defense right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was one of the ones where we went out on a little bit of a limb saying, hey, I think there were 17 days until the game when we did our depth chart. We said, you know, going to give Cormani the uh, benefit of the doubt that he might be able to break through and take that starting job after watching today. It's not, it's, it might not be as much about Cormani as it is about O'Marion uh, Cooper just saying, no, 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 young fella. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is my job right now. Yeah. yeah. On Cormani, though. And he, I was going to say he would have been my next guy. Yep. Uh, just, I mean, he looks the part in terms of his size, his length. That's how he got that nice PBU in the end zone. Um, I think he had a fine day overall. Good day, honestly. Yeah, I was impressed. And, and when you – amen. And when you put the lenses on and say you're looking at a freshman, you forget you're looking at a freshman. Right, yes. exactly. You know, but uh, the same thing like Dylan Edwards. You forget you're looking at a freshman uh, because they come equipped with those intangibles and they understand the playbook and they get the job done. And just as you're about to say – so you're like, man, that guy just got here. Like, yep. what is he going to be like next year or mm -hmm. midseason? Like, mm -hmm. he – this is just a few weeks in, and he's doing what he's doing. Yep, and he went stride for stride with Zay Weaver on a mm -hmm. on a deep ball, made a great PBU in the end zone, uh, and that's that that's kind of what I talk about when I talk about Carmani. It's just like, you know, when TCU lines up 
their two top receivers. And if you do end up having Travis, who we only saw Travis on offense today, but if you do have Travis on one, like I just believe in Cormani's natural talent yes. to take over in a game situation. And you saw it in that situation. But I think that's the beauty of, of this discussion coming off this practice, this scrimmage, with all the things this team needs to fix in two weeks. Here we are talking about the offense and defense. You don't even mention a Travis Hunter. Yeah. You know, you get 30 minutes into talking about it and go like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, the beauty of the talent level. Now, I will say this. I think we got issues at depth. Got a great QB1. It's a significant drop-off when you get to QB2, yes. QB3. I think we have a great defensive line like Shane Cokes. Significant drop-off when someone comes in you know, behind him. And you can go position by position like that. But when the ones are together, there's a guy that may disappear for a game because the other side is so damn talented, mm-hmm. you forget he's there. Yep. You know, It's like so, basketball. We scored 100 points, but this guy only scored 10 this night. And the next night he scored 50 because somebody else scored 10 instead. But it still gets you there. So it, it, we got talent. We just got to come together as a team. We have individual experience. But we don't have collective game day experience today. And I think that's why you saw some of the blemishes, chinks in the armor today. Mm-hmm. And on the depth thing, what I've been saying about that, because if you looked at a sheet of paper that was like ranking, do they have depth? The answer isn't a resounding yes. But I think at individual positions, you can point out a lot of places where you're like, oh, I trust that guy. And I would also trust that guy. Perfect example, uh, you know, O'Marion Cooper or... Cormani McLean, you know, like whatever. Or Omarion's twin brother, Omarion. Gosh. <laughs> is it Omarion? Yes. I, I don't know why I can't get it through my Just head. Just keep which saying one. Cooper. Every single time I go to say it, you can probably hear yes. me thinking about <laughs> yes. it, and I get it wrong still. I'm, I'm, no, I'm I understand. Sorry. I really don't. No, you know, I understand. I do it with Ben. I always call him Finesif. <laughs> <laughs> see, I thought that was just a funny nickname. No, I mean, that's like, because when I see the name, I think about, hey, finessing someone. And, you know, yeah. Ben's got personality, so it just fits. But uh, I absolutely know that's not how you say it, but I never say it the right way. My, you know. You uh, get the black guy's name wrong, and I get the white guy's <laughs> name wrong. It's America. We're, we got 14 days till game day. I have a, I'm pledging to Omarion Cooper that I will have his name right, <laughs> right. every single time. By the time game day comes around. We all got to get better by the time TCU comes around. I'm just yes. going to stick with saying Ben. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's only one Ben, so. So, yeah, I mean, I think there are there's individual depth uh, at a lot of positions where I'm like, it's not like if one goes down, you're screwed. Uh, but on the whole, you would like to see more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Coach OB says that about his offensive line. If there was, he had a magic wand, there's anything, it won't be more of what he has. Yeah. You know, it's not like I got a bunch of bad guys. I just need two of those guys because that guy's going to get tired. You know, that guy's going to have to come out a play or two or something. And there's a drop-off. So that's why he's looking for that five to seven. I can rotate around, which means somebody's got to be able to play more than one position because you might be right tackle right now. I might have to go left guard in halftime. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. This is year one. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're right. Um, just some other guys that stood out to me. Charlie Offerdahl was popping off runs <laughs> oh, yeah. all day. Casey uh, Wiseman, I thought his arm popped. He had probably the throw of the day, I thought, the touchdown <laughs> pass to Jalen Ellis. Yes. Uh, right up the seams. Uh, again, the defender was, like, face guarding Jalen Ellis. And he just – it's one of those pretty, like, NFL throws where it goes behind the defender right mm-hmm. into the receiver's mm-hmm. hands. Um, that was my be- favorite throw of the day, though. Yeah, and if I was picking, like, a don't sleep on this guy in the future – player of the day, yeah. that would be Assad Wasim. 
Mm, yes. Um, he may he had a touchdown. He had the first touchdown of the day yep. on like a nice little concept. That's a good, that's a good pick. Um, and he is very clearly Casey Wiseman's favorite target mm-hmm. uh, with you know running with that group right now. So uh, I was impressed with him, and I think he's got a bright future ahead of him. Uh, just one more, um, Israel Solomon. Yeah. He was you knew when he was out there. That is not a walk-on quality player. Mm-mm. Not in anything against walk-ons, but that guy covers like a scholarship corner. Yep, for I'm sure. I'm loving this, man. Yeah? You know, because, look, let's, let's, let's keep it real, all right? It's a bad practice. It was. But look how good we're making a bad practice. Yeah. <laughs> but, and we're not lying. We're not, you know, bullshitting. It's like it was a bad practice, but we got some great talent yes. that, that when they perform and perform together and it's a collective thing, versus individual thing, we're going to exceed some expectations on Saturdays. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think we're trying to, you know, for lack of a better term, polish a turd. No, not at all. That's my point. It's like I've seen better practices the past three weeks. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it was still you see where, oh, man, if this thing comes together. Like we started off the show. Zay Weaver has two touchdowns if we don't have two penalties. Mm -hmm. Clean that. So Zay's going to be Zay. Just clean that up. You don't have to hold the guys fast. Shadur's going to get the ball out. Same thing with uh, uh, D Mac when he jumped offside. Hey, man, no down and distance. Don't risk, you know, when it's third and four jumping, you know, wait till it's third and 12 and do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clean those little things up, man. We, we, we're moving. And that's, that was my approach to this practice, you know, from the start. I want to come away with, hey, you know, am I confirming what I think I've seen about that guy? Um, you know, who who are the guys that we don't necessarily always get to see on well off that pop out? You know, uh, an Assad Wasim is a perfect example. Yeah. Um, you know, so for me, I was never coming into this being like, I got to score it out. And, yeah. you know, did they win or did they lose today? To me, it's just like, I want to see these guys. So, But speaking of, who won? The defense. defense. Uh, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yep. And to me... Um, you know, we talked a little bit about it earlier. I think it was an uh, an energy thing. I think the defense brought more energy than the offense, and uh, you know, it gave them uh, the extra boost that they needed to win this day. I'll accept that, and I will add to it. Victory will defeat you. Bane told that to Batman. The offense has been running over these guys for two weeks now, and I bet you they went to bed last night and woke up and said, "Man, we got this." Yeah. Hmm. And the defense was like, "You know what? Not today." And it didn't happen. The defense, in my mind, clearly won. It wasn't close. Oh, it wasn't. And it, that is a good thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you want to see the defense counterpunch and get one back. And, uh, you know, defense is always going to be – I think defense is usually the more energetic side of the ball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so if the offense comes out a little flat – and the defense says, here's our opportunity. Let's pounce, you know, and, you know, keep bringing it and, and steal this day. And that's what they, they did. They stole it. Yep. Yeah. Anything else? Man, there's got to be more. Uh, <laughs> I thought D-Mac had some nice pass rushes. Oh, he exactly. had yeah. one play where he was in the backfield instantly. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's what fueled the offsides. Mm-hmm. You know, victory again defeated you. Like, I got some success at it. I'm going. No, watch the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you still got to have the eye discipline, use your technique, trust your speed. You don't have to rush it. Yep. Rod Ward made some other plays aside from running running down uh, Dylan Edwards. Um, who was the other one? Des Moines. Oh, yeah. He had some plays. A little bit. Sure. He also got into the backfield and popped someone. Uh, so, 
overall, man, uh, m- my big thing that I'm leaving here today with is the talent. It's so evident. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it so much that you almost start to take it for granted. But being out there and seeing it, you know, compared to, let me just think of, you know, like – watching last year's team in the spring game, which mm-hmm. is essentially the same thing, right? You get to watch a practice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is night and day. Yes. It is. It for is sure. night and day. And I know everyone knows that, but it's just nice to go down there and sit down and see it with your own eyes. This team is exponentially more talented uh, than the team before them. And, you know, if, if, you're, if there's anyone you trust, it's this coaching staff to make sure that all these little things that we're talking about and energy Agreed. and all that – gets fixed and is ready for TCU. And I am not at all worried about them coming out flat against Agreed. TCU. Yep. I have always echoed Coach Prime in the regard of I'm not going there talking about win this game, this game, this game, going through the season. But I will say this. We're going to pick up a few wins. I'm not going to number them just because of the superiority of the quarterback we have now. Mm -hmm. We're going to pick up a few wins just because of the overall talent of the defensive line we have now. We're going to pick up a few wins because of the increased game prep experience of the coaching staff. This is going to be a much better team than last year. Oh, unquestionably. This time last year is when I saw the team for the first time. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, you play against yourself. Someone's going to make some plays and – you're going to see some stuff, but man, it, it, they're so much more athletic. They're so much faster. The quarterback's so much better. This team is just, in all aspects, coaching everything better. Mm-hmm. We just got to get some game experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I say bring on September 2nd, man. Let's go. Let's go. Last thing from here Zay Weaver is going to end up on Sports Center Top 10 this year. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got an insane catch radius. Mm-hmm. His body control's amazing. Yep. I'll go a step further. We will have three receivers, four receivers on SportsCenter's top ten this Ooh. season. Mm. You know what? I w- it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. Coach Prime is going to have ESPN's attention. And you just named boys. us. You just named us one, right, Zay? Oh yeah. Did you see number four today, Javon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Those hands, that size. Yep. You know Travis is going to end up there. Oh yeah. Jimmy Horn is too. He is. There you go. That we're going to have to keep track of that. Yeah, Jimmy yes. Warner, those four guys are going to make a play this season that gets them in sports in the top ten. Can't Love wait, it. man. Dylan maybe too, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. I was just going receivers playing. Sure. Play, but, yeah, I, absolutely. He's splitting out there Absol- catching football. So. Absolutely he will. All right. Is that it? I feel like we, we did a good job with our energy. I think so too. We'll yeah. take that. We'll take that and move on to the next one. I'm going to be gone yeah, for a while, see you, man. so I will miss all of you, including you two, Alyssa, everyone, very dearly. Uh, but I'll be twerking. Yep. And then we'll I'll be come back. Yep. And then I'll be working. Unc and I will be. Uh, and I still won't be back. And then I'll be back working with you guys. So someday you'll be back in Colorado, is what you're saying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's we'll be a lot closer to the to the season the next time you see well, me. Well, safe travels. And we will miss you, mm-hmm. but we won't miss you during the shows because oh. you're just going to be the receiving end of all the jokes. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not here to defend yourself. <laughs> I should just not watch. I was probably going to watch. Wow. I should probably just not watch. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll have too much FOMO. <laughs> I'll be, like, trying to defend myself. I'll be yep. texting you guys, like, yep. hey, whoa, 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 that wasn't fair. You're going to take all these right. hits in your absence. <laughs>
Uh, stay tuned. Unc and I will be back all next week um, at practice. I'm thinking you'll be down at least once for a show, right? Let's call it twice. All right. We might even get three in. Hell yeah. Let's make it happen. All right. We'll see you guys next week.